0: Welcome to Communicate to Lead, the podcast that empowers leaders and aspiring leaders to communicate with clarity and impact. I'm Kylie Belton, CEO and successful entrepreneur and your host for today. I'm here to equip you with all the essential tools and strategies to master effective communication and lead your team to success. As the founder and CEO of The Tailored Approach, My goal is to empower you to be the best leader you can be. So sit back, relax, and join me in today's episode as we dive into the art of communicating like a true leader. Have you ever wondered why you struggle to connect with some team members while working with others can be so effortless? It's not you. It's everyone. How's that for a kicker? We all have our own way of communicating, working and leading. What might be easy for you to do might be harder for me. And what I might love doing might be completely unimportant to you. And there's an easy way to find out what your priorities are, as well as what your team members care about. So if you're curious about why you function the way you do, or what your team's members prefer, you're in the right place, my friend. You might not know this about me yet, but I love personality assessments. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, Enneagram, Strength Finder, or I think now it's called Clifton Strengths, and the Big Five. The one I've been obsessed with this last year, thanks to some of my clients, is DISC. DISC, D-I-S-C, is a personality style tool that measures four main behavioral styles. And that's also what the acronym stands for. D, dominance, I, influence, S, steadiness, and C, conscientiousness. So those are the four main styles. These styles are based on how people interact with the world around them, and they can help us understand how we and others prefer to communicate, work, or even make decisions. I find this to be a really powerful tool for leaders as it can help you to understand yourself more deeply and help you understand your team members better, communicate more effectively, and build stronger relationships. It's really a game changer in helping you motivate and manage different personality types on your team. You no longer have to wonder or scratch your head when you're communicating and something doesn't come across the way you expected it to. When you take disc with your team and you sit around the table and you have these conversations, the more you know your own style and the more you understand the styles of others on your team, you really get a clear sense of oh. Now I get what makes colleague X tick, or now I understand what makes this person upset or angry or what they don't appreciate. By understanding the different ways that your people interact with the world around them, you as a leader can tailor your communication style, management approach and decision making process to the needs of your team members. With lots of teams working in hybrid work in a hybrid workplace like we all know right now, I've had more and more of my clients reach out to me requesting this training because the assessment offers teams the opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of themselves and each other. Think about this. When you know how your colleagues prefer to be communicated with, you'll be able to meet them where they are and that will help you get what you need out of your team. Here's an example. If I know my colleague, let's call her Susan, has a high D or dominant style, I will communicate with her by being direct, concise, and I'll probably start off with the bottom line instead of giving her lots and lots of details unless she asks for it. So D style people are direct, they are decisive, they blunt, they want the bottom line up front. And that's what I'm going to do for Susan. Now, I imagine when I do that, she gets communication, the way she processes it, the way she values it, and that ensures that our communication will be far more successful than if I come in there and I start off with a story and giving all the data and all the analyses the teams have done. And she's thinking, oh, for goodness sake, what's the bottom line? What are we doing? So no more wondering what and how you should be communicating. DISC helps you to really clarify that. The power of DISC is in knowing our own strengths and weaknesses, as well as those of our teams. So let's dive in and discuss how you as a leader can leverage DISC to take your leadership style and communication skills to the next level. DISC, as I mentioned, is an acronym and it stands for dominance, influence, steadiness, and conscientiousness. These are the four primary traits. So let's break them down a little. Dominance, those who have a D style, are driven, assertive, and they love taking charge. They thrive in solving problems and getting results. So if you have a very important project and you need results right away, the D style leader is the one you want managing or leading that project. The second one, I or influence. If you're an influence style leader, you're probably outgoing and enthusiastic. You're a social butterfly and natural networker. You are skilled in persuading and influencing others and you just, you thrive. On conversations and networking and really building true relationships with those around you. Steadiness style, or S, they are truly the rock on the team. They calm, reliable, and they value harmony. They also very supportive and make great team players. Where your conscientiousness style leaders they value precision and attention to detail. For them, that's key. They focus on quality, they are great planners, and can be a little reserved. So, they won't necessarily go in and start networking, but they will be there. They'll check around and if somebody approaches them, they will have that conversation. So, now that you've gotten a quick glimpse of the four styles, where do you think you fall? Well, if you're not sure yet, that's okay. We are going to Get into DISC a little deeper, and hopefully by the end of this episode, you will have a better idea of where you as a leader fall. And of course, what you can do is take the assessment. If you're wondering how DISC is measured, well, it's measured through a series of questions similar to Myers-Briggs. DISC assessments analyze behavior and preferences in different environments and your results will indicate your tendencies and strengths across the DIS and C-traits. I'm not going to give you a history lesson on the development of DISC, but if you're interested, the theory for DISC was proposed in, I believe, 1928 by a psychologist named William Marston in his book, Emotions of Normal People. The actual assessment tool, though, that was based on Marston's work, was created by someone else, Walter Clark. He was an industrial psychologist. Okay, history lesson done. So why has this gained popularity? And why on earth am I talking about it? And why is it such a great tool in leadership training? Well, firstly, this assessment tool has been refined over decades and research has continually supported its validity. Secondly, in today's diverse and dynamic work environment, effective communication and team dynamics are more important than ever. I think you will agree with me. So DISC equips leaders with the insights to foster really crucial elements, which is why many organizations are integrating it into their leadership training programs. That's why my own clients are reaching out to me and say, hey, Keely, can you do this with us? I've had a few, and some of them, it's for their leadership team. Some of the training is for the entire team. Both ways, really, really beneficial. Before I continue, though, I need to emphasize that DISC is not about putting people in a specific box and then calling it a day, because that wouldn't be fair. So DISC is really about understanding and appreciating why we all behave so differently. So yes, once you know whether your colleague is a D, an I, an S, or C, you get a deeper understanding of who they are. But we are not allowed. If once if I know my own style, I cannot simply brush off feedback by saying, "Oh, you know, I'm an S style. This is what I do. I don't talk a lot. I don't do this." Don't let it become an excuse of why you are not doing certain things or why you don't want to do a particular project. Rather, use it as a tool to help you get better and better as a leader, a communicator, a collaborator. Disc is a tool to help us build bridges of communication and collaboration, and it can guide us when we need to lead, delegate, or get the right things done. Understanding your DIS profile as a leader is like having a blueprint of your leadership style. And here's to give you a better idea of what that looks like. So if you are a dominant style leader, then you are probably a natural decision maker. If you have this DIS style, you're great in crisis situations where quick decisions are needed. You are decisive, goal oriented, and confident. You never hesitate to make a difficult decision. And because of your decisiveness, your team knows they can count on your capable leadership. But you need to be mindful of not becoming overly authoritative. By developing empathy and considering the perspectives of your team members, you can create a balance between your decisiveness, and being more inclusive as a leader. So that's dominance, D style. Influence is the second one. If you're an I leader, your strength lies in building relationships and inspiring others. You're likely charismatic and great at motivating your team. Your ability to connect with them on a personal level really fosters a culture of trust and mutual respect. However, as an eye leader, you might need to work on focusing and following through, ensuring that the enthusiastic start is matched by effective execution. Because often as I style leaders, they get really excited. They get it, they do a ton of things. They have all these ideas, they discuss them. And then somehow there's no complete follow through and things run the risk of falling apart. So, if you are an I style leader, you want to make sure that you have a few people on your team who are high S's or C's and who will ensure that a project is executed and completed successfully. Steadiness, S. S leaders are the glue that holds teams together. If you're an S leader, You're dependable and create a stable and harmonious environment. You're an excellent listener, always taking the time to understand the needs and concerns of your team. And this makes them feel valued and respected. And this helps you foster a positive team culture. But of course, we all have our areas of improvement. So for S leaders, the big, big challenge for them is to step out of their comfort zones. And they need to learn to embrace change when it's necessary. They have to be willing to adapt and guide their teams through transitions. Even when it doesn't feel comfortable to you, you still have to try that. And then we have our conscientiousness or C style leaders. For these types of leaders, quality and structure are king. They are excellent in roles that require precision and careful planning because their attention to detail, careful planning, and commitment to quality ensures that their teams deliver top-notch results. I mean, what is not to love about that? But I want to caution you, if you are a C-style leader, don't get stuck in the analysis paralysis cycle. It's important that you learn to take calculated risks when needed if you are a C-style leader. Okay, so now you have it. And for me, maybe this is a good point to share. I took the assessment when I was doing my certification and I went through Wiley and their assessment is called the Everything DISC assessment. So I am a CS style. I straddle both the C conscientiousness and the S steadiness. So you can understand, you probably know that my jam is being dependable, creating structure. And then on the other hand, I love quality and I love structure. And sometimes, yes, I do tend to get stuck in analyzing and overanalyzing and I often need a nudge. And that's why I appreciate the fact that I have people in my life who kick me out of that comfort zone of let's just analyze and overanalyze and make sure everything is perfect. So I know that that is my weakness, that I want everything to be perfect. I prefer not to change things unless absolutely necessary. So when you know what type of leader you are, what your style is, it becomes easier not only to realize what is working and what's not working, But you can safeguard yourself by putting people in place, by embracing feedback and saying, hey, I am specifically working on being less perfectionist and actually getting things done. So I want to lean a little bit into my D style where I'm focused on getting results. If I don't do that often enough, please give me some feedback. So that's what I love about the power of DISC. In this episode, we're only talking about the four different styles. But what I love about Wiley and their everything disc, they have broken it down. It has a lot more nuance around the different styles that some people can straddle. Not everyone falls perfectly into the DISC categories. You know, you could straddle two and then you have the best of both worlds. For example, you know, ID, it's someone who is influential, but also dominant. So they can collaborate, they love talking to people, but at the same time, they know how to get results. What's not to love about that? What we do have to remember though, is this is an opportunity to dive a little deeper. As a leadership coach, I've helped numerous leaders understand their leadership selves. And now being a certified disc practitioner, it allows us to go so much deeper by looking at their specific disc profile. And recently, I coached a high influence style leader whose team seemed to lack a bit of direction. I mean, they do really great work. They're a marketing team at a tech company. But while her team was motivated and they really genuinely enjoy work, working with her because of her warmth and enthusiasm and passion for what she does and loves doing, They were frequently missing deadlines and attention to detail wasn't quite always there. So my client, let's call her Laura, she was determined to help her team improve and achieve the goals they'd set out at the beginning of this year. Laura decided to make some changes based on her DISC profile and our continued coaching sessions. She decided to focus on three main areas to Help shift her leadership style. The first one was she decided to set clear expectations. She began setting clear expectations for her team, ensuring everyone understood the goals and deadlines for each one of their projects. Two, she focused on delegating detail-oriented tasks. Knowing details were not her strength, Laura delegated detail-oriented tasks to those on her team with high conscientiousness traits because they all took the DISC assessment. We did a little bit of training around that. And the great thing is they all understood themselves a little better. And then lastly, she instituted regular check-ins. Laura scheduled regular check-ins with her team to monitor progress and address any issues because that helped her move things forward. And her team felt so much more open to actually coming to and say, hey, Laura, I think we're going to run into the snag. Here are a few things that we could do to ensure that doesn't happen. And then a bonus item. This is where Laura completely floored me. I did not push her in this direction, I know, which I often do as a coach. And I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. She decided to work on a fourth thing, just as an aside. She decided to embrace feedback. She encouraged her team to provide feedback and share their concerns openly. She assured them that she valued their input and they could help her be, one, a better leader, two, they would help her to help them. And that's how they are uh, continuing to working. So maybe three months from now, I'll give you an update on how Laura and her team are doing. But so far, so good. There are teething problems, you know, as, as we all have in our work environments, but at least her team is now empowered to understand each other a lot better and to understand, especially Laura's leadership style and how she wants them to communicate with her. And likewise, how she can communicate with them in a way that resonates with most of the people on the team. I could talk about DISC and its benefit for hours. But you'll get a better sense when you take the DISC assessment yourself. So feel free to reach me via email or send me a DM on Instagram, feel free to send me a message on LinkedIn if you're interested in the assessment for yourself and or your team. We can do an assessment for your entire team. You all get a deeper dive when you receive your Profile reports. You can find my contact details in the show notes. Okay, if you have stuck with me until now, I bet you're curious about your leadership communication style. And you have two options. You can either reach out to me and take the DISC assessment, but I'm also excited to announce that I'm offering a free leadership communication quiz. This is my brand new quiz that just came out, it's a two minute quiz. It's free, and it will help you to understand your strengths and areas of improvement as a leader and communicator. To take the quiz, simply visit my website and click the top bar, or you can go to www.thetailoredapproach.com forward slash quiz. Probably the easiest is to find the link in the show notes, click on it, and it will take you straight to the quiz. I hope you found this episode helpful and that it at least piqued your interests about your style and your team's different styles, send me a DM and let's keep the conversation going on how we can lead, communicate, and delegate more effectively as leaders. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I can't wait to hear your thoughts, your questions. Feel free to just send me some messages. And disc, it's great. Take the assessment, try it out, let me know what you think. And that's it. I will catch you next time, my friends.